my heart remembers. So sedately she said it. I did. Welcome, welcome. Bienvenue. I'm very sedate right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we're cheating on My Heart Remembers episodes by just, like, going to cool places and having neat little chats. We're having an adventure. Yeah, we're out in the woods. <laughs> you know, some coming up might not be in the Hamilton area. They won't be, as a matter of fact, at some point. Yeah, we have a, a wonderful thing here called the Hamilton Conservation Area that is... Uh, you know, been around for a very long time. I think it might have started in the 50s. But uh, in 1973, they purchased the property that we're on now, which is 120 sprawling acres of forest attached to something called the Hermitage. Mm -hmm. So we're sitting beside the Hermitage, which has been rebuilt. On a picnic table. Yeah. Relaxing. Exactly. At sunset. Again, yeah. sunset. We, mm -hmm. we have a thing for sunset. So Maybe. previously this was like a crumbling castle, but they've put it back into a very good nick by rebuilding it. Did it actually have <clears throat> the status of castle? Oh, goodness, no. Okay. Castles are very specific I, things. Yes, I lived in one. And, uh -huh. and it involves turrets or something like that. I don't know. I think, uh, yes. And defenses. I think castles have to have defenses. The, the, the building I was in mm -hmm. had minimum amount, so it castle right yeah. there are a bunch of standards it's kind of like you know if somebody has uh um ptsd this whole long list mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're gonna have them all anyway i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying doesn't mean you're gonna have them all yeah so we're here yeah we're, this place doesn't at all have a moat moats yeah i think moats are not that common in castles but they're more common in castles than home houses <laughs> exactly <laughs> Though houses that I own will most likely have a moat. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I'm scheming to build a moat around our apartment building. Are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. There'll be yeah. a bridge over the moat, and you have to have a special special card to get in. Oh, no bridge. Okay. You have to use scuba equipment to get through. What? You have to use scuba equipment. Scuba? <laughs> oh, wait. Wait a minute. I think you could run into some problems with that. Other people will. I'll be fine. I'm just going to stay inside. <laughs> I mean, they may catch you doing this when you start, you know, and maybe stop you. Yeah, it's not going to result in, you know, a lot of Uber Eats successes, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, or the mail uh -huh. at, at all. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, I'm looking forward to the moat around our apartment building or the apartment building uh, complex in, on <laughs> planet Earth that uh, we might live in. Yeah. But uh, do you want to know some facts about the Hermitage, the space where we're in right now? May I comment on it a you bit? You may, of course. It looks very lovely, as uh -huh. in it, it now, right at this moment, it, it's been repaired to some degree. Well, it looks like an almost new half building, right? So the first time right. I saw the Hermitage, it was crumbling. You can see the... The, the the beams that yes. have you can definitely see wear on that it. Ha no, they're they're sooty. They uh -huh. are actually yeah, yeah. Well, it burnt down in 1934. Mm -hmm. So this massive mansion of a, a stone home, you know, with wooden floors and you know curtains and whatnot, and wooden windows and all of that kind of stuff, just completely burnt, and it led to uh, two of the walls crumbling. So there's like two and a half walls left. I like the uh, the entirety of, of what it, like 
this is enough to say, wow, it must have been really neat. I, I, I get they had small windows on the first floor. They're a lot. Notice they're... Uh, yeah, they're about a foot and a half wide and uh, six feet tall. Yeah, you could easily walk through them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there weren't windows in them, which there are not now, but back in the day there were. And it's stone, folks. It's stone. Yeah, all made from limestone. Very, very precisely cut limestone. Um, I think it was built in the 1850s. So it only really lasted like 80 years. Um, before that, there was a fellow by the name of Ives that lived here. Um, and so there's a story. It's noted on one of the, uh, the deeds to the property um, in not great detail about a fellow who hung himself here. Um, and I guess the coachman of this Ives fellow by the name of William Black asked the Ives fellow for his niece's hand in marriage and Ives basically responded with what the heck are you thinking hell no Hmm. and yeah he's he's just a coachman yeah and when they went to get into their coach I suppose the next morning they found that it wasn't prepped and they went out to the outbuilding, and the fellow was hanging in the barn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, you know, <clears throat> I had another theory about why he hung himself. Sure. I think he might have because of the trails. It's very difficult to get in here, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's, it really is. Um, right at the moment, we're surrounded by trees and hills, quite steep hills. Uh-huh. And I wonder what the road would have been like back then. Not much of a road oh, back probably then. probably pretty good. Really? So, like, in that era, Ancaster, the, the town that's next door, was kind of a bustling metropolis. One of the, like, you know, biggest in Canada. It had previously been considered as uh, potentially Canada's capital. Um, so I find that really... Isn't it because odd? Because yeah. I... I I don't understand. But then I don't know how Canada was shaped. It was different back then. And I know that um, my family were in this area Mm -hmm. with uh, a bunch of the people who settled here. They didn't settle up here. But it was basically if you had money, you did it on the escarpment. Yeah, that's always been a thing. Like in Hamilton and Surrounds is that there's, you know, ideas about the upper and the lower city and where nice things belong and stuff like that. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's quite that far, but um, there is definitely... Well, there's been a mindset that, like, kind of stuck in with the city where, you know, people imagine that the lower city is the uh, the peons and the upper city are the management or something like that. I'm not sure where I, it came I, from. I don't know. Because it doesn't play out in it, what the actual a, people are. It's this gradual process, yeah. and I did some research and lived here as well and discovered that people in our city council in Hamilton actually promoted that. And I sure. questioned mm-hmm. uh, um, three or four people who are running for a council position mm-hmm. about it. And uh, one of them answered that question by saying... I can't really talk about it here, but there has been, you are correct, a specific uh, um, dialogue that's been offered, you know, to the media Mm -hmm. about the lower part being uh, more dangerous. And uh, the truth is that it's not. I mean, there is more crime. There's no question. But that crime is insular. Mm -hmm. And the crime that you run into up on the escarpment is more often than more often than it is down in the lower city 
from strangers. Mm. And that's the stuff that's scary, folks. So <laughs> I'm just telling you. Sure. Just, <laughs> that was the me? creepiest laugh. <laughs> Murder. <clears throat> well, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I'll just say a couple more things about this place. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it was, uh, bought by the Conservation Authority in 73. So it's a, a long time place that has been open to all, though you do have to pay through the nose for parking. Okay. Yeah, yes, you which do. is a thing you in do. Hamilton where the, all of the Conservation Authority lands, they need money to operate yeah, and therefore they charge a, I have issues. a membership fee. You know, there's families, there's people who well, I think that anybody, have barely a living wage. Yeah, I think that anybody that forest. makes under a certain amount of money should have free access to this kind of stuff. Free is good, yeah. or at least uh, less than it reduced. is. Yeah, sure. definitely. I, I think that uh, being able to get out to places like this is integral to people's wellness. Yes. Right? I agree. And that um, we don't completely do it, but that the, you know, the idea of a park system and stuff like that um, does function in one way to keep these things open for all. But it's open for all that can afford it That's a little bit, right? Here. It's not just for the rich, but it's, it's not quite so much for the poor. It, it's happening here. And yeah. I, I, it, I find that really disturbing. Um, I, I gather you could find places that are hard to find to park outside of it and then traipse your family through here. I rode my bike out, and uh, there you go. Yeah. But you, you know that's not exactly easy to do when you have children. No, no, it takes me an hour and a half to get to here, <laughs> and I don't have any children. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, thankfully. Yeah. That's. <laughs> I mean, once a month, Let's I, I ache there. and yearn and like, wish that I did. You but, love uh, children, though. Oh, I think children are fantastic as yeah. long as they're you know kept away from me. Well, that's not yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> you're just saying that. Oh, I, no, I've I'm actually seen Dakota with children. And oh yeah, it's pretty fun. Very warm and welcoming, welcoming to yeah. them. <laughs> Welcome, children. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that yet. Is that <laughs> like the other side of it? Okay. Well, I just want you to know that I'm sitting on the other side of the table and I can't actually look at the beauty of the sunset and the building. I'm, I'm tempted to go around and make all kinds of noise and move my recorder, but I'm not going to. Yeah, no. Um, because my job is to make sure the crazy wild rabbits don't get us. That's, <laughs> yes. that's Zena's on rabbit watch. Well, this table has, <clears throat> I believe, been eaten. By, there's there's were bunnies in these woods. By the were bunnies. Hop 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 rawr. That's about the most dangerous thing here, and they're pretty dangerous. Hop 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 rawr. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I did want to say that yes, I think as I said, the um, coachman uh, may have committed suicide for another reason, and I think I think his job was very very difficult. You say the roads are okay. I say they weren't. I mean, at that point, I mean, it's it's entirely speculation. It's totally, but it's also like I that, mean, that's not even a proven history. It's not very well documented. Okay, it makes for a good story. Okay, people pretend that there's um, a ghost. Okay, here, yes, right? and I have a story about so that. So, as the darkness falls tonight, we are potentially exposed to the ghost of the coachman. What does darkness and ghosts 
How do they go together, by the way? I mean, not... Oh, I, I know nothing about such things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's the common thread, isn't it? Uh-huh. That you go, well, okay, well, then I'll tell my story. I was just trying to make up a creepy narrative. But, but <laughs> well, let me, let yeah. me, let me... They do tours for, you know, ghost tours out here. Yes. We've got, a, like, a company in Hamilton that... Uh, Are they still doing that? Yeah, they've got it all locked up everywhere, well, these it was agreements to uh, do Le- tours and whatnot. Leanne, say, like... Like Leanne, ended up our, it yeah, and... our friend and uh, former podcast guest, Leanne Pluthero, um, was vital in saving this from... The, they had decided, the city, I guess, at a certain point that, you know, it was quite dangerous at one point before they rebuilt it. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a very apart. crumbling structure reinforced poorly by these, like, big steel things. They put things a fence around and, it to make yeah, it safe. And eventually put a fence around it. And they decided at some point that they wanted to just demolish it. So Leanne being, you know, that was like kind of the early days of me knowing her too. Um, she's ornery and, and, <laughs> yeah. and really does care about, you Takes know, historic buildings things, yeah. and, and history. And so she got, uh, got very involved in, in bringing a lot more attention to the fact that the city was planning on doing such. And I mentioned Steve <clears throat> Genier was a, a part of that process yes, as well. Yes, former is, guest on here as well. Well, he is, and I also used to be on his podcast with mm-hmm. him, Nocturnal Frequency Radio. Yeah. And he has also helped other locations, like help save other locations. Sure. So, um, getting involved here was a natural thing. Mm-hmm. But back to the little scary, eerie thing. One evening... Zena decided to go out with some friends. It happened to be um, uh, at a gay club where a bunch of friends of mine... Oh my God, there was gay ghosts. Not at the club. There could be at that club, for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) I've played in that club, the club I was in. We went to a club, went dancing. Uh Went dancing, got a little high on drinking alcohol. You know, Dakota knows it doesn't take much. Um, I was... (laughs) Anyway... Um, and there were a few people who were fair, they were sober and they said, we're waiting. We're not, we're not drinking because we're going to the hermitage to see the ghosts. <gasps> right. And I'm like, what? What? Oh, yeah. so you came out ghost hunting. Of course. While drunk. I was drunk. Nice. <laughs> I was, wasn't plastered, but I was drunk. And, uh, that was my first time I ever came here. And was it dark? You know, what's really weird is I remember that it was lit. So... I don't think they had lights here, but I swear... I don't I, recall there ever being lights. Well, it could have been a full moon. Maybe that's go. what was going on, and maybe that's why they picked uh-huh. that night. But yes, we imagine coming out here in the pitch black, moon's out, uh, perhaps enough to sort of see. I know when we came down the trail, it was quite dark, but... Mm-hmm. And they could have had flashlights. That might have been what they were doing. Sure. I don't remember the whole thing, but I do remember <laughs> somebody going, oh, my God, there's something over here. It's really cold. I know that they were doing this whole thing, and somebody had a camera. They thought they'd get photos, and, and they were... <laughs> it was an amazing adventure. Oh, good. I had a lot of fun, but I always had a lot of fun with that crew who I hung out with. Well, I think it's it's very fun that people can work themselves into a little bit of a scare with that kind of thing. We, I agree. We both need to turn off our uh, ringers on our phones when we do these kinds right. of recordings. Um, yeah, but it I, was a lot of fun, and and I almost I almost believed them for a moment, and I didn't witness any. And you know me; I've actually had some incredibly bizarre encounters sure. in my life, and I didn't witness any here. Um, but not that I was really imagining they were here. I mean, it's not something I'd say even. At that point, oh, there are ghosts or not ghosts. I mean, that's not something that I even 
you know, really contemplated. Sure. Um, There's things that you've experienced, though, in, in such things. And, uh, oh, yeah. And you've talked about them on the podcast Some before. Some of them, yeah. But, um, you know, I've never experienced any such thing at all, ever, in any kind of way. And, uh, like, I, I kind of wish that I had. It'd be very exciting. Would it? Yeah. I've, I mean, people exciting. get frightened, I guess. It's not something that I've ever found myself frightened of. More irritated is where mm-hmm. I go. I get irritated by it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of like having a stranger, you know, call you up on the phone and say, Hey, hey, you got to tell everyone about me. What? Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> it is, seriously, for me uh-huh. when it comes to that type of thing. And I'm like, no, I don't. I <laughs> Why are you now calling I, me? Now I want to do that to random phone numbers. So like, <laughs> listen, I need you to tell my story. <laughs> I need you to find out things about me or whatever. Hey, I'm oh, here. God. Hey, I'm here. You know what? So like twice in the last month and a half, and I, I don't know what it is that's causing this. I've had random phone calls from dudes and it's the wrong number, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the wrong number. Sorry. Have a great day, though. Uh, James isn't here. Or whatever the heck. <clears throat> and have them text back later and say, say sorry by yep. text. Yep. And then want to engage in some kind of dialogue. Oh, like, dude, are you yeah. calling random numbers? And, <laughs> and then James. texting people And afterwards? hoping to get a, a, a lovely woman on the other end of the phone. I don't even know. Like, is that a thing? I mean, phones are notorious for actually experiencing ghosts. Ghost phones? Ghost phone ghosts? I don't yes. know what... Yes, I've encountered them personally. I've mm-hmm. actually had ghosts call me. Has it ever happened in a cell phone, or was it only with copper wire phones? For me? Mm-hmm. It's a, well, only. I mean, I just had them. They were very specific for me. These ones were not strangers. Yeah, I'm familiar with one of these um, stories. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and... I don't know. It could have been the particular location was easier to manage. Yes, it was a, a landline uh-huh. at that point. There wasn't any. They didn't really have. They had, didn't have cell phones, but they did have. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked into whether. I'm not that into ghosts. You know that. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask guests or something about that level of it. Although I probably know a lot more, and have a lot more experience personally conscious experience well sure yeah now we need to investigate ghastly phone calls on on um cell phones or whether they happen on cell phones yeah that's the question you asked yeah Uh uh-huh you know maybe cell phones are too complicated for ghosts Mm, (laughs) i doubt it they might even be easier i got a ghost text they might (laughs) (laughs) they might be easier to use i don't know Uh i don't know i really I'm not a ghost at this point. (laughs) At this moment. And the funny thing is, is that the people who did call me were people who I wouldn't say are haunting me in any way. And it was just, I had a very clear need to Mm -hmm. hear from them in some way. Both of them, both, both separate beings Mm -hmm. who contacted me. Um, So, and it happened. It just happened. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't ask me. I haven't had that need since, right? I yeah. haven't said, oh my goodness, I, I need this. I need to know blah. <laughs> and I'm like very, very desperately need to know it, right? Nah, I haven't had that in a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that came out of me. What would I say? Um, 
it really was about something I needed to know. And that's not, not something I could fake. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. I'd convince some other whatever. I mean, it was specifically. Well, from what I've seen, you're not prone to random hallucinations either, so... No, yeah, that you know of, but I don't talk about them. No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not, not that I know of, no. So you know that, I guess, yeah. Anyway, we're here, and I did not, I do not believe I experienced any ghost here. Well, I remain open to the possibility that the coachman is about to try to string me up. But why? No, I don't know. (laughs) Well, this is the thing, you know, I mean... The only reason I'm saying it's like strangers calling me is uh-huh. because they know I can feel them. They know I can see them. They know that. It's like they they know that. So they make, mm-hmm. they use a certain, they know I can hear them auditory as well. Uh-huh. And so they're just like pushy, right? Some of them. <clears throat> well, and, I mean, it's a perfect logic really is what basically what you're laying out is that people that can see ghosts are people that ghosts want to have see them. So, therefore, people that can see ghosts will see more ghosts. You know? Yeah. And I guess, I guess. I guess I'm just screwed for ghosts. Womp womp. I don't know. I, I, I'm uncertain. I have no idea. Like, I mean, you, you could, in the future, have an incident like uh, with the phone call. Uh-huh. Because you really, really needed to know something for all I know. Sure. And so, you get your answer. And you're like, oh, my goodness. That's like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll, but, it'll be like after you've died, I'll be like, where did she put the guitar cables? Ring, ring, ring. <laughs> under the couch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have a lot of guitar cables under my couch. <laughs> <laughs> and you forget about them all the time. Oh, completely. Every time I clean up, like, you know, to the point where I'm sweeping well and mopping well, <laughs> I, I, I rediscover that I've shoved about 15 guitar cables because I have this whole box of guitar cables, but I've not tested them. So I'll I'm sure that. half of them are fine. Yeah. Right? But I just don't want to try random cables and any time that I'm playing guitar or doing music stuff. So I just shoved them all into the couch, which is terrible. Well, there's nothing worse than stepping on cables. I mean, I lived in studios for many years, like live-in <clears throat> studios. Oh, like in your bare feet on your heel? Oh, it's, it's, it's you a know, i got to go to the washroom in the middle of the night and got to walk across all these freaking cables. It's mm-hmm. like... That's why you don't really see them in my place near the middle uh, of the floor. Sure. It, they'll be you know, there. No, other for a few people hours. don't live like that. <laughs> Just that, say it. Uh, I've been in other people's houses. There's rarely guitar cables blazing around the place everywhere. But I still have all uh, kinds of cables yeah. all through my place, but they're, you know, from the music. Of yeah. You know, you're in a good home if there's like four guitar cables intersecting in a knot in yes. the midst of the living room. Yes. Yes. That's a good sign for me. Uh-huh. Yes. It's a place I want to hang out. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't imagine having a home, and it's just has never been in my life without instruments. Sure. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. It's, I've, you know, I, I've gone periods of time without playing anything, so I've definitely lived in places where I never played an instrument. But You always had them. But I always had them. They mm-hmm. were there. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh-huh. And presumably somebody else would come over and play them at some point. So so we don't know enough about the richness. I mean, if you saw this, which I believe we will be putting a photo of this up on the... Yeah, we'll definitely put up a photo of the heritage. But you can, look, you can look it up as well. But if it, it does look like it was quite... A quite an expensive place. Well, it it's like a stately kind of manner looking house. And it's it's, you know, it's got to be... 
40 feet down one side and 80 feet across the front kind of thing. It's, two floors yeah, here. Yeah, two floors. There must have been a basement perhaps uh -huh. as well. Yeah. Well, or, or at the very least, some cold storage below. Um, yeah, and there's there was outbuildings like a carriage house and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't see windows below, so I don't think there was like a servant's thing in the basement. No, here. no, yeah. no. So perhaps the servant's quarters is the building that there's I'm looking at over there. building behind it as well, yeah. Three buildings behind oh, it, yeah. Oh, goodness, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, anyway, it's it's a fantastic place to visit. It's 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 really worth it because it's in the midst of many trails as well. Yeah, it's a I every once in a while will just be like tooling around and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is here." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have any ghost stories about here? <clears throat> no, only the one that I I told about the the coachman. That's the only one that I'm but aware of. People have spoken about being haunted by this coachman. And... Oh yeah, it's you will hear a story every once in a while. I'd rather tell you a neat story about I don't know uh, cryptids in the Hamilton Harbor. What cryptids? <laughs> Is this like a type of uh, money? Yeah, there's, there's Lake Ontario sea monsters. Oh, the sea monster. Uh -huh. We saw a sea monster. <laughs> Did we? No, but we saw something really odd. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't in the lake. Yeah. It was somewhere else. It was at Christie's, wasn't it? Oh, that was weird. Yes. Thank I you. mean, in my brain, it must have been like a big old snapping turtle. Mm -hmm. rising up and then I'd like sinking to see back pictures. down into I the mean, water. They don't usually look like that. Uh -huh. What I saw was very strange. It it was one tongue. It very alligatory in yeah, its nature, in, right? Or crocodile. Well, yeah, my, my uh -huh. comment was was that it, the thing is is that the first thought was that oh a log. Mm-hmm. I had been looking in the spot, and the log wasn't there before I looked. And then, while well, I'm still looking there, and Dakota starts looking, because I think I pointed it out. Did I point it out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're looking at it, then all of a sudden it disappears. And my experience with logs is that uh, they don't do that. So Yeah, they tend not to uh, <laughs> so, surface and then just disappear. Yeah, that's, that's more some kind of... Uh, um, animal water animal but i've never seen a water animal that looked like that or, mm -hmm. so you think it could have been a turtle it's that's like my you know because this old snapping turtles will be kind of like not to use the term in that way but like kind of like horny looking like they're pointy yeah, yeah. pointy bits of shell kind of jaggedy that. but it was totally black and mossy and yeah that's yeah. I think that it was a snapping turtle. Okay. Well, uh, you're probably right, but it was very strange because it's not like you saw where it moved. Like mm -hmm. normally when you see something go under, you can see it kind of moving away uh -huh. from its wake of some sort. I didn't see that as well. So it was... Anyway, so you're going to tell us yeah, about... Yeah, I spent like 15 minutes afterwards just like, what was that? And I'm <laughs> looking around and... And we're in know, the middle kind of, of the water. Kind of expecting it to surface. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're on our paddle boards and I'm like, should, I, should my feet be in the water right now? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, so in 1877, in what uh, they used to call Burlington Bay, uh, but now call Hamilton Harbor, uh, I call it Mikasa Bay, which means Shining Waters, what the uh, local indigenous people had called it before white folks came here, um, out near Carroll's Point. So if anybody knows where Carroll's Point is, Zena and I went for a hike there a couple weeks ago and, and just got attacked by mosquitoes and had a terrible time. 
it, yeah, it, it wasn't wasn't quite worth it. Was it? Yeah. Really? It was an adventure, but I think you had we, didn't have I fun. I couldn't get to the end of it, to the point. <clears throat> Sorry, yeah. folks. I will, I'll <laughs> read this. Okay, cool. From a, a newspaper, The Spec, I believe, at the time. Having heard reports recently of an extraordinary monster being in the waters of Burlington Bay near Carroll's Point, a spectator reporter yesterday interviewed one of the parties who had said last evening that he had seen it. The fisherman stated that he was out in a single boat trolling for pike when he noticed a commotion in the water about 17 yards out from the farthest part of the point. He rowed over towards the place, but before he had gone many boat lengths, he saw an object moving towards him. It presented the appearance of a black log with tapering end in the water, and when near the boat it turned and disappeared from sight, not before it exhibited its mouth, exhibited its mouth. However, which looked like a crocodile. Mm -hmm. Another party who claims to have seen it in some distance east of the point states that it has two large, it has large scales on its back, that only two fins could be seen on each side of the body and directly in the center of the body. A third fisherman who lives not far from Oakland's claimed to have had an oar suddenly snapped from him one evening while rowing in that vicinity and believes it to have been taken by the monster. Tracks, as of teeth, were in it when he recovered it in the bay the next morning. Mr. Gates, the fish curer, states that a party the other evening became so frightened at it having made a dash at the boat that he is now laid up through nervous prostration. We give the story as gathered for what it is worth and leave the reader to investigate for himself. <laughs> Go down and check it out. Maybe it'll steal your aura. I, I feel like... More stories should end with, we give the story as gathered for what it is worth and leave the reader to investigate for himself. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I really like the way that was written. And reading it, I realized, oh, this is old. Oh, from, yeah, yeah. From the way it's written. Uh-huh, 1870s. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of like there is a, a massive differentiation between how simply newspapers are written now relative to the care taken in the past, right? To To... You know, it's not quite rollicking. It's not quite prose, mm. but it's playful in its that nature was, and its intent. That definitely was yeah. playful, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and the language is different, though. There's oh, words totally. they're using that you just don't hear. Claimed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he claimed that he saw it. Claimed. Uh-huh. I know, I love how you just that just rolled off, though, when you said it uh-huh. as well. You read it very well. Cause I swear when I read it, I had a little trouble. I had to stop here and there. and, and, and re- Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting story. I guess there's maybe more somewhere along the line about it. But do you, does every area need a, a monster? So there's not, I investigated, because I got excited about this. Yeah. And there's, there's not much, there's a whole bunch of different things for um, Lake Ontario. In a general kind could it, of sense, could have been a sturgeon, a massive. Totally sturgeon. could have been a massive Don't sturgeon, they have right? Huge teeth and yeah, huge yeah. Scary. And so, like in that era, not now, but in that era, we had gar. Oh, what's a here. gar? Uh, gar is like some of the gar species are called alligator gar, oh. or like needle nose gar, but they have like a long snout, okay, right, and that opens and has Which sturgeon have as well. Sturgeon have that as well, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so. it very easily could have been a large one of those fish. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They'll shock the heck out of you when you see them. Yeah. Because it's not common. Uh, But yeah, I believe that there are still gar here. Okay. But very, very few. Um, And they're not going to be in uh, 
in uh, Christie because they need a big lake. I'm just no. Oh yeah, they, they wouldn't have been in Christie. I'm I am almost certain that that was a snapping turtle. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely something. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's if if you've ever seen the back of an old old snapping turtle, like a big one, two feet across kind of thing, they they look like that did. Okay, they look like they're made out of you have like to show me worn pictures. wood with so moss I can believe on it. You. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will pull it up for you because I, I do believe you, but part of me says no. Mm. No, that thing was just. I know it was. It was. It was odd because it just took off and uh -huh. and you know in your mind it's just a log <laughs> that's not fully um, fully come up because only it was it wasn't very big the part I saw. Sure. So yeah, <clears throat> but wouldn't you see the legs kind of flobbling? You know the flobbling is that a word now? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I new, love it. It's a new word. When you see the legs flobbling along and their tail kind of well, no, it's I mean it's not a cute little wiggle monster, right? They're <gasps> yes, they are. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, snapping turtles, not so much. No, but they still swim that mm -hmm. way, right? They right. They so swim. there's a picture oh, of us, an okay. old ass snapping turtle. Oh my goodness! See how like horned and, and dark uh -huh. and. And so okay. sometimes they can get quite nope. mossy as well if they're like old and kind of a little bit lazy. No, seeing that makes me think it might have been a snapping turtle, uh -huh. a great big one. Uh, yeah, but like, so they end up in a disguise of moss, uh -huh. and and you can barely barely tell them but from anything else. But if they're swimming, you're going to see some kind of wake. Look at them there. Well, if it, if it's just risen up to the top of the water and then lets itself submerge, oh, okay. you might not. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, so I would have missed the earlier stages of what? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm shocking, <laughs> uh, you know, and great for an audience is like shocking Xena with photographs that you guys can't see. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. But snapping turtles can definitely look like they've, you know, are just very much part of the natural environment that they exist in, and that's part of their point, right? Is to yeah. uh, not be findable. And to be able to sneak up on things and snap at them. It's pretty incredible, uh -huh. actually. So we, there is, you have a, con a fairly clear conclusion about what was in the lake. I have an idea about what it probably was, right? Mm -hmm. But yes. I, I'm not going to say that. And yeah, and you've come up with a pretty good idea about what we saw at Christie. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I'm joking. Obviously, it was something simple. It's just it was mm -hmm. weird because it, it kind of scared me a bit because it was so odd looking and just so you know there are a bunch of snapping turtles were they not originally from here is that a story i don't I heard? know if I, I i they've been here the entirety of my life <laughs> mine as well yeah, yeah so but, i i don't know that i have a good answer for that oh okay so, uh -huh. i heard something about that i'm uncertain i know we have turtles here yeah it's a uh, so they they found uh pleosaur fossils recently okay, um that? a pleosaur is basically what you'd think of as like the the loch ness monster oh right what? oh oh okay mm -hmm. and so they, and they, they discovered found it at the loch ness uh or <laughs> no. nearby that would be news yeah. nearby where the loch nearby ness? loch ness i believe <gasps> you're serious i am serious no uh-huh oh my goodness that's really cool. Oh, wait. A team of paleontologists from University of Bath, University of Portsmouth in the UK, and Université Hassan 
in Morocco discovered a lot of different pleosaur fossils within a hundred million year old river system that's now part of Morocco Sahara Desert. Okay, well that's that's mm -hmm. a, that's not very close to the Loch Ness. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> But uh, the idea is that the uh, the Loch Ness monster and other such cryptids are, uh, you know, distant relatives that are like long lived things. Oh. Of yeah. Oh, like hundreds of years or thousands of years. I don't know. Is there anything that lives thousands of years? Well, they don't know how long certain turtles. There's certain live. tortoises that live hundreds of years but at the they least. They don't know uh -huh. how old they get. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds a little crazy, but mm -hmm. what do I know? I don't. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not totally informed in those areas. No, it's it's you know it's kind of interesting. I uh, it's almost like I hold out a hope mm. for yes. Like when you hear stories about Sasquatch and whatnot, yes. I'm like, oh, I hope they find the Sasquatch, <laughs> you know, because I think that it would be fascinating to discover some new species of weird ass North American ape, right? Well, they're like, all around the world, different kinds. Sure, of sure, or yeah. wherever in the world. Yeah, but do I think that it's likely? Almost certainly not. You know, it, oh, you it's don't just... think it's real? Well, you know, when you talk to someone yeah. who's actually really witnessed them, uh huh. Then it's a different story. Sure. Yeah. That's and I think people interpret things in a variety of ways, and sometimes we see what we want to see and hear what we want to hear, and uh, you know sometimes there's ghosts in the background, and yeah, it's just some people, people walking, walking by. by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I heard some voices. Uh, but uh, you know, if there was some species of weird ass you know, generations and generations later, Pleosaur, mm. that lived in the deep waters of Loch Ness and somebody found one's bones or found one washed up on the shore or whatever. I I remain open to that possibility, right? Really? It just strikes me as unlikely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and that it's the, the excitement of the stories that pushes these things forward. But who knows, like, how long myths last and when they can resurrect themselves maybe somebody heard us telling about the beast of burlington bay and they get it in their idea that, that it's you know, still out there yeah that it's still out there or that you know there's a secret tunnel between christy lake and the bay that a that yeah. an evil giant mega turtle <laughs> crawls through and I, and eats children you know. <laughs> Yo, you're adding yeah. to this well, you've got to create a story i don't even think the loch ness eats people so <laughs> the, the stories that get told right are the yeah. stories that are interesting you know, it's not just like I, I saw what might I saw what might have been a turtle. Everybody's gonna be like, okay, well, fuck you. Who cares? I love a good ghost uh -huh. story. I really do. Sure. And I, those, those get repeated. So if somebody wants to tell you a little story to tickle you, or mm. you know, exaggerate an experience to make it more interesting, or then even the just story tell gets you their experiences. They always make me a little kind of. It's really funny when I'm when I've experienced them. I'm totally calm. Mm -hmm. But when somebody tells me a story, I get really like I go right into it. It actually will scare me. And <laughs> yeah, well, it's a joy. I mean, that's that's yeah, what our funny. brains do. That's what story is for. Is for titillation it's 
you know, we've got movies and television and, and all of these things and podcasts. Oh, crikey. Um, that's why I wanted to uh, go. That's why I want to go to the drive-in theater because it's at night. Uh-huh. You know, it's not like sitting in a theater where they make it dark. It yeah. is dark outside, uh-huh. you know. And of course, often when I go to a movie in a theater, it is dark outside. But it's not the same as sitting outside yeah. in the dark. But what I was going to say is, you know, now we've got all of these things to titillate us and, and excite us. And, and sometimes people are very negative about, you know, the nature of story as it functions in our society now. But we've been doing this stuff for... Hundreds of thousands of years. It's I think it's just an freaking Im- each other I, out since in the playful dawn of ways. Man, of course. Since the first words, since <laughs> gestures, right? Is is that we're like, oh, look over there, it's something creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh yeah. That's people. People one hundred and fifty thousand years ago were like <gasps> gesturing and grunting in ways that were like, there's something scary. Yeah, for you the know? fun of it, and creating you know? little. I've seen in movies or certain things, they, mm-hmm. they change it around. Oh, there's a, a leopard coming to get people. Well, that can happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's not the same as telling a fun ghost story mm-hmm. or or even a leopard. A leopard can be ghosts? Ghosts can be leopards? Don't ask me. Uh-huh. I'm uncertain. Well, you could have a leopard ghost. Why not? <laughs> Why not, yeah. I like the idea of a leopard ghost. Let's I've run off to the jungles and find one. lived in a house with a cat ghost. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it was, it was, Uh it was the strangest thing. Well, I am being eaten by bugs. You? Yes. What? Many many bugs are biting me. Well, that's why I wanted to sit at the other table, by the way, because it's further away from the foliage. Well, I have caused, I have hoisted my own petard. And it's and it takes mm-hmm. more for the rabbits to get at us, well, the sure. were rabbits to get us. Hop, hop, hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, thank you everyone for mm-hmm. joining us at the Hermitage. The very spook. It wasn't spooky at all before, and now I'm very scared. Are you scared now? Not at all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, we'll try better. We'll try harder next time. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you everyone. I. I'm so happy to have the show. We have up-and-coming guests in the future, but right now I think Dakota and I will be doing a few of these on and off mm-hmm. because they're just a lot of fun to get out in the evening as the sun is setting mm-hmm. after we've had a long day of working and uh, hang out in the forest. It's just fantastic. So we'll just let you listen for a few moments and uh, you can enjoy the uh, crickets. Mm-hmm. Roar! Car in the background. It's not a were rabbit. <laughs> Thank you, Dakota. Bye bye. Rejoices in all of 